It's a very good afternoon, good evening, good morning. From Cape to Cairo, New Zealand, Abu Dhabi, wherever you are streaming us, welcome to this edition of Mjolin Sex Podcast. Here speaking in my nasal voices, Mlungi Simbela, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy in the cheese scope. It's Muhammad Ali's protege, roll like a butterfly, buzz more than a beehive. More you pants, more you pants, more you pants, more you pants. But we, we're going to keep, we're going to try to keep our spirits up. I don't host a show alone, I do it with the ever-beautiful, ever-shining, ever-glowing, too many adjectives, so little time to go through them. She's also as down as me, so we're going to try sort of pep each other up. Oskumi, hi. How are you? Um, my pants, man. Like, my my A is down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, your soul is stuck at thinking right now. Yeah, man. My um, I lost I lost a very very close friend of mine. Um, car 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 accident. Um, very young, also, and it's funny because I was with him. You see, I was with him Saturday. He passed away on Tuesday. Oh wow! You know, um, and now that I think about what happened on Saturday, he was actually saying farewell to me on Saturday. Now that I think about it, so That's but sad. yeah, so but but um, I don't want to be morose. I want to carry his spirit because he always used to say, "Duan, aluta." You know, be like, "Okay, let's let's continue." Yeah, no. So I'll I'll continue and carry his spirit. Um, hopefully, we're not going to dampen um, this this platform with all this morosement. We're going to just. In our social media platforms, you're going to be highly, highly interactive and engaging with us. Come on in that. We have a very fascinating conversation today. I think I looked at Oskubi when she was. Oh, I looked at Oskubi when she was doing a program notes. I, she was just very. She didn't believe we're actually doing this show. <laughs> she didn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah. But but the, our our expert is going to then make Khumi believe that the show we're doing the show. Who are we talking about today? Today we're asking the very simple question, um, why are we having less sex? Yes. Which is weird because I didn't know people were having less sex. Yes. There was a, there was a, there was two, in fact there's two, there was a, a British article, right, that was, mm-hmm. pet, I think it was published on the Metro uh, publication, I think about, about a month or so ago. And then there was a similar article that was published last year, just after when the when we were just slowly um, transiting forth with our COVID regulations. Okay. And it was just looking at our sexual activity from then mm. till now. Um, and the what there is, I think I forgot the professor now. The professor was just highlighting um, that people are having less sex. And. We also then did a, a, a we did also subsequently a, a daily sign. I think about about six eight months ago we did a similar article just to talk about why are people having less sex. Just go on our platform slash lifestyle You'll be able to get to that article, and we we highlighted just a few things that are sort of um, hindrances, if I may put it like that, in terms of why are we not coughing enough. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, to, I have my suspicions in terms of why are we less troughing now. Um, so, but yeah, it's not about us. I think the person who's going to help us unpack this conversation and bring some sort of 
light into this very gloomy conversation once again our celeb uh, uh psychologist he's he's been he's been avoiding us eh? he's back yeah he's been avoiding <laughs> us he's been shooting he's shooting uh, movies and uh, it's good to have him back jp are you back welcome back hello look at me thank you so much awesome to be back awesome to have you back uh i hope you have our i hope you have your our autographs somewhere in your back please I, I want photos with you guys. Come on, please. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> JP, we're talking about we're talking about um, a very. It's very ironic that we're having this conversation, uh, <laughs> but it, it's happening. It's happening. Uh, people, human beings, are having less sex. JP, just yes. uh, definitely, I'm sure that there are findings. Just in a nutshell, why JP are we not having a lot of sex? Yeah, so um, interestingly enough, the stats say even teenagers between 14 and 17 are actually, um, where in 2009, 21% said that they have sex. Currently, only 11% say that they have sex. Mm. And in 2021, 26% of American adults say that they didn't have sex at all. <sighs> so this is interesting, but the facts are there. Um, so why? Why is this happening? So a lot of people say that it's because of iPads and phones um, connecting with others virtually rather than having sex um, with the person next mm. to them. So we rather say virtual and also with all the um, the things about STIs, the new monkeypox coming out, the things around COVID. So not to get sick and illnesses. So they say that's why people are abstaining. Then Facebook, Instagram and, sex, uh, and TikTok don't allow sexual content anymore. They even now want to scan your face to see that you're older than 18. Jeez. Um, yeah, and three friends have to approve that you're 18 based on your ID and a lot of stuff. So yeah, people in the modern age are shifting from penetrative sex to non-coital forms, such as oral sex or potted masturbation. So this is also a good thing that we see. Um, people are aware of all the STDs and things like that, um, but the masturbation is still there. Then they spend more time playing computer games and doing social media, and then it diverts the, their um, attention from sexual pursuits. They say, interesting enough, alcohol consumption has dropped between tween, um, teens and 20s, and that's interesting for me. Um, and also understand the importance of sexual consent now. That was before, not there at all. Mm-hmm. Then with all these views of themselves in gender binary terms, um, people were always having sex because um, in the past because it was perceived as that it was expected of them. Where now people are more concentrating on their independence and on focusing on themselves. Obviously higher stress levels because of low wages, lack of um, employment, um, also looking at the petrol prices, balancing multiple jobs and childcare are very stressful. Then and, um, they also say yeah, that um, the online dating actually um, gave people a new recipe for loneliness and disconnecting because people don't need to see each other in person. We have too many options that compete for our attention in this hyper-convenient society. Jeez. I'm almost done. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, there's more. Um, there, there's more. So they say that helicopter parents, and um, that parents were very hands-on and very in the business of the children, they even degree, uh, decrease in adolescents getting jobs in their free time and also are very restricting of them actually being free and allow them time to spend with um, 
other people. Generation Z boys have fallen behind girls in education and are therefore disillusioned with sex because they aren't the ones on top anymore. Sex education in the U.S., especially and South Africa, is still extremely abstinence-focused. Um, and then also they say the studies might be because um, of people being more honest now than many years ago because it was expected from them then, we're now not. However, there's an incline and an increase in rough sex. Oh. Um, so that's quite interesting to see. Plot twist. Rough sex, yeah. So they're looking up with that person that they're really into, and suddenly that person eats them or punches them. And yeah, we see this more and more happening often. However, these relationships, um, they actually last shorter. I was actually about to ask, um, JP, that um, with people having less sex, I assume they are in relationships. Yes, and, and the thing is, um, in the relationship, if um, they say, yeah, we must get people who are like-minded. Okay. Um, so um, there's this one um, neurologist who said, um, having a firm set of personal sexual values can help you navigate the complexity as it arises. Knowing what you value out of sex can help you determine if a partner is right for you and what desires you want to explore. Create desires again. Seek out communities of like-minded people. And I think that's the thing. It must be meaningful. Um, it must, um, for both of you guys, be what both of you want. And not just being scared of it because of all the education that's just saying how damaging and scary sex can be. So what impact has this had on relationships? Um, so they say because um, currently... Um, I mean, through lockdown, we were apart for so long. Then when people came back together, they saw that they don't need it as much. So for them, it's okay now. They say most people went from um, three to five times having sex a week, people that stay together, to having once um, a week, um, even some once a month. And this is quite interesting. Um, but also, it, it depends on the needs of the people. And I do believe... If there's all of these other fears and stress around work and children and STIs and illnesses and all of these things, that actually um, also keeps people away from having sex. And um, I mean, there are different types of love language that we have spoken about before. So I think people must communicate and what they want in a relationship, when do they want it, how do they want it. And I think that's very important. Yeah, no, that's true. JPM, let me ask you two questions quickly. Firstly... We've, we've spoken at length I mean fairly recently we're talking about sex dolls right and yeah. we're looking at countries that are like Japan, Germany robotics, um, I just found out that Japan has actually hired their first minister who is a robot um, which, oh, wow. which, which I'm just that is not baffled weird at, that's, that is not baffled. weird at all baffled at baffled but my, 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 my first question is, JP, is technology going to affect negatively or positively our sexual health or uh, sexual relations? And two, we, we've also then spoken, I mean, you touched on 
we, I mean, we have nymphos, we have people who have, we've spoken about that as well, people who have just a great appetite for sex. So if, op- if we are opposites in a relationship, how do we deal with such a thing? You know, when the one has a very active and a very healthy sex drive and the other one doesn't have, to, doesn't have that. So how do we deal with that dynamic in a relationship? Mm. Um, so on the first question of the robot, um, we discussed that before and people marrying robots and um, 3,700 people being married to robots currently. Um, and I think with that, um, if it's the sexual health, I think people will, will get their satisfaction. If it's through masturbation, if it's through using toys, if it's through using robots. However, the sexual relationship, yes. I think that might have a downfall. I think that's really going to struggle. And then also um, the populations are struggling. Um, We can see in some countries where it's really struggling because people aren't having sex anymore. Um, And also the cost of children and so on. And Mm. um, what the relationship requires. And they don't want that. So that's the one part. And the second part, I think um, people must discuss it. Because as you said, on the one side, we get this hypersexual person. um, And that's why they say with Facebook and Instagram not having all of this content, actually people don't get that desire anymore. It's not awakened in them anymore. And that is why it is dropping so much that they don't want and seek it out anymore. However, we have people who are against sex, who don't like sex at all. Um, so we have that completely as um, now as well. So I do think we must find in any relationship, you make some com- um, symptoms that you can... Um, you give and you take, you know, definitely. Mm. And I think um, sometimes you have to, you know, watch a movie that you don't want to, but that person wants to watch it. Yeah. And yeah. same things with how they want to experience um, love in. How do they want to experience um, love? What do they feel that they are loved? You know, do they want in sex or not? And um, I do think there we have to respect each other because they can even be raped in marriage, within marriage. Yes. Um, and I do think then it is actually not a good thing, you know. That person then you can discuss with them, like, how can they get that satisfaction? Do they need that satisfaction? Um, or can they get it in other ways? For example, masturbation or a toy or whatever. Um, I mean, even um, by partnered masturbation, where you guys do it for each other, however, it's not physically um, feeling penetrative sick. Um, in the sense of what we know as sex, you know, so the penile vagina intercourse. So um, I do think it needs to be discussed and yeah, we need to ask what do each other want from this. Sure. JP, finally, we've spoken, I think, not so long ago about money being an aphrodisiac, remember? Yeah. Um, yeah. How, much, how, how much does finances play, JP? Uh, we live in a very economical world. South Africa's economy is doing somersaults on us. Um, I'm just thinking, you, you mentioned it um, in your intro. When, in your intro, How much does money, or what role does money play in the appetite of sex? Or, and, and not wanting to do yes. sex? Yes, um, I do think that, it, that is a thing. I'm actually proud of a lot of ladies who are wanting with the feminine stand, want to stand up and be independent before they then go into marriage. And that's why people also get married on average later these days, um, after about or around 30 years of age. Um, and I like that. I like this independence from the women coming through, being strong and um, doing their own jobs and things. 
However, then, yes, sex comes later because children can only then come later because they first study, um, you first um, get settled in a career, and you build yourself up in that career, and then you look for relationships. Uh, so I do think um, it has an impact. And also then on the other side, the stress of money also has an impact yes. because um, if you don't have money to care for yourself, food, clothes, how can you then provide for a second person no matter then what if children comes? I mean, because then it's more money. So I do think people rather um, abstain than actually have to buy contraceptive or um, then um, having more sex or then paying for each other and taking out on dates and so on. So I do think people are trying to get more economic around it. And that's why I, again, think that the online platforms are so easy in the sense that they don't have to meet a person, they don't have to pay for anything um, for a date and so on. However, I hope this comes back. It's open now. We don't have lockdown anymore. So I do hope that people go out on dates again. They have themes um, for each date and bring back the roses and bring back um, going on late night dinners with candles and um, going to look over a city or go see animals or do some fun things together, go for picnics. Go for walks. Um, I mean, there are so many things that people can do, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. So I really hope this brings back that spice in people's lives again. Um, JP, you mentioned roses. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Roses these days. I'm, I'm dishing them out. <laughs> dishing them. Thought, you did not help yourself, yeah. kid. Yes, I'm dishing them, JP. I'm dishing, I'm dishing them out. Uh, <laughs> but, but JP, you mentioned it's, it's important. It's important that. It's the onus of Shume, as we conclude. The onus needs to be on us, right? The onus mm, needs mm. to be on us. I mean, uh, to make this analogy, <laughs> which is quite prevalent, you know, in order for... I mean, ESCOM was saying we load shedding because their workers, mm. where their workers were not at yeah, work. Yeah. So we need to ensure that in order for them to keep the lights on, they need to ensure that their workers are happy. Just like we also need to ensure that we need to keep our partners happy and we need to ensure that we do our bit mm-hmm. so that it never dies out. Uh, Humi was very, very puzzled at the concept that people are having very, very less sex. I maybe. still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> still don't get it. Still, still baffles. Oh, yeah, no. Still baffles. And oh, oh, oh. people don't know. Like... Wait, and, and, you they, find and they're doing it by choice. Jeez, as a chore. Me? Are you kidding yes. me? They're doing it as a chore. Like some of us don't have a choice. You do, and you choosing not yeah. to. Jeez! Let's swap places. JP. Yeah, they, yes, JP. They prioritize. They prioritize other things higher as as sex currently. You know, to to get through life, to make a living, and um, you know, to look after themselves before they get to those. Um, to the sexual health. So uh-huh. I do think so. But I do think if people have respect for each other um, and if people are open to talk and to discuss about these things and um, what fantasies they have to bring back um, that love again, I think it will definitely blossom again Hallel- in the near future. Hallel- I think. Hallelujah, I JP. Hallelujah, JP. Once again, JP, big thank <laughs> you. Big thank you for what's it's good to have you back, your tongue twister. It's good to ha- it's good to have you back, JP. Uh, congratulations on your film. Do you know when are you airing your film so that we can also then punt it um, as one of our own? I will, I will definitely let you guys know. It will definitely be at one of the Silver Scarum Fiesta um, of CakeNet, so I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Can we get an invite to the premiere, please? As a belief. I'll definitely ask the director. I'll definitely ask him. It's going to be um, in Cape Town, so it's going to be lacquer. 
JP, can I go around telling people that I have famous friends? Because Definitely. you're gonna be famous, <laughs> and I consider you a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So can I go tell people that I have famous friends? <laughs> I have famous friends. Just look at you two. Cheers! 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 Thank, thank you, JP, once again for your time and your amazing insights again. Thank you, it was an honor to be back. It's so nice to be back. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, JB. Next five colors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, I mean, in conclusion, Oskumi, I think uh, because this is it's twofold, right? So there's a there's a mental um, aspect to this, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which deals with the psychological um, uh, uh, welfare in terms of people not not wanting or deciding not to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to also then, like JP said, we have to also look at the role. Um, and it's funny because we're speaking about it the other day the role of money and the economy and how all of that plays into your your your, your desires, your needs, and your wants and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, but I think ultimately it's about initiative, right? The initiative should never die in 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 pursuing pleasure, man. You know, uh, the reason I asked JP about the impact that this sexlessness has on relationships is because that's one of the ways in which you stay connected to your partner. Literally. You know, so, yeah. So if you're not having sex, then how are you maintaining the rest of the relationship? Yeah. And like you said, um, with everything that's going on in the world, in, in the country, you know, we're carrying a lot on our shoulders. There's, there's a lot going on. And... I don't know. I, I guess maybe sex is one of the ways, besides alcohol and going out and all of that and entertaining yourself, sex is one of the ways to just relieve stress. You know, so how are you coping if you're not? I suppose maybe we always take this for granted and I think you always say it from time to time. Mm. Sex is a very mental exercise, right? It's, a, it's, it's, it's proving. It's proving to be. It's proving to be a, beyond a physical exercise. It's proving to be very much psychological. And maybe it may be because we have so much, you know, preoccupied, uh, we're so preoccupied with so many things. Maybe we are where we are because of I, it's, it's just, you know, uh, but I like what you're saying. Um, we need to treat sex as a, a safe haven of sorts, a, a place yeah. where we, we can go to and, and become whatever it is. And that is, uh, that is why we said it's always important to, as much as you can, you know, if you have sexual fantasies, right, try and, like JP was saying, try and meet them halfway because they help. And I don't know, maybe I, I see things differently, but even if there's a lot going on in my life, I will always find my partner attractive. Mm. I'll always be sexually attracted to them. That's another know? thing. And I, and I think maybe this is why such a... It's, it's baffling me because... Sex should be an escape mm. or can be an escape. Yeah, it can be. You know, after you've had a long day at work and life showed you flames, don't you just want to get home and get lost in your partner? Exactly. But it's triggered, right? It must be triggered at some instances. It must be, that is why we have foreplay. It must be triggered. It must be, because some people are, like we remember we made an analogy of pressure cookers. Mm. So some people is not just... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some people will need to, you need to evoke 
that out of them. You know, oh, that must be hard. You know, so no, no, no. I, I suppose when you have your partner, and you know your partner, you would. Um, and hence, Jay was saying it's important to understand your partner, to understand Kore. Okay, in order to light that stove, you know, yeah. you need to. Uh, like I said, it's it's baffling for me, and I think maybe it's because I'm looking at it as a single person. Yes, you know, from a single person's perspective, yeah. you know. Whereas maybe if I was in a relationship, I'd be thinking differently because my goodness i had a tough day at work and now i have to come home and work again yeah blah 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 you know so i think maybe i'm looking at it from from a singleton's point of view yes i see which is why it's it's like what but i also think uh, you know as we conclude for me personally somebody who's just in a in in a new relationship it's it helps when you don't see your partner it helps um you know the whole absence makes the heart grow. Yeah, grow fonder. It helps. It helps. Mm. It, it it grows other things as well. <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, so it does. Um, and and I suppose maybe like JP was saying, COVID with when 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 you when ac- when you have access to anything, you don't. You, you don't, don't use want. It. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You seldomly use it. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. It's right there. Yeah. How many? All of, the time. How many? We spoke about relationship visas early on. How many of us use the the visa when we give it, when it's given to us? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's one of those things. And I think this this conversation was just to say, everybody, uh, the grass is not always green on the other side. <laughs> um, and also, we need to understand which it, there's a lot chemically, socially, mentally to sex. There's just a lot. Yeah. There's, and um these all these stats speak to that you know all of the things that jp mentioned the psycho what psychosocial um so it's 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 a bit of this and a bit of that so take what you must but guys please make sure that if if you're getting to a point where sex is becoming a redundant or a tick box exercise guys it's not meant to be a chore yeah uh, please guys yeah, no. no guys it's wake not up me- it's meant to be enjoyed. those are those are those are People speak about red as orange flags. That's an orange flag. Right? I know. I susp- sex is not supposed to rip a span. No, it's not a tick box. No, guys. no. No, it's not. Please, please make sure. I'll tell you what, what is not a span. It's not a tick box exercise. But I would love for you it to be a tick box exercise so that you, to show that you've done it. Is you interact with us on social media platforms, Khumi? Yeah, um, we're still on Facebook. Yep. At Daily Sun. Yes. And you can still tweet us at Daily Sun SA. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, find us on www.dailysun.co.za. For slash Mjolo, and you can get to see this and many, many, many other episodes. We are finally free. Jeez. Finally. I, I We got tired of saying, guys, please put your mask on. And, and please make sure you sanitize. Yeah, no more, no more P- PSA. P- okay. PSAs. What? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think the only one that's just left now is guys, condomize. Yeah. Uh, condomize. There's the monkey flu now. Yeah, uh, that's 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 swinging. Excuses upon all over the show, guys. Please make sure that you're taking good care of yourself. I saw a lot of people st- are still wearing masks. If that's your thing, guys, by all means. Um, but yeah, we 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 are free, guys. We the economy. I just really hope that everybody, especially entertainment, the tourism sectors, begin to start generating the wealth that there has been for almost three years. Um, right. 
for almost three years. COVID had us in a yeah. So bro. so 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 I hope the ladies and the guys who sell stuff at outside stadiums, the concert the concert guys and everybody yeah. else. I'm hoping and praying that that economy kickstarts as soon as yesterday. Um, and I'm hoping that is fun. Bye, bye. Deben July must be nice for them. Uh, we are. We see you. We see you. But in the meantime, continue to drink water. Yeah. Yeah. I I I did say it's difficult to do it when you. It is winter. It's very difficult. Um, and I then it's, I'm not a drunk. No. And then you got some at our palace. Yes. Yes, yes. But once again, a big thank you to JP. If you see us, guys, we are counting. It's almost a hundred. Almost, almost, almost a hundred episodes. But you see us on the street, know that. This one, ka nasal voice, ka di, ka di blocked nose, Kim Lungis Impella, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy in the cheese got Muhammad Ali's protege, roll like a butterfly, buzz more than a beehive. And she's still from Missy Abbey and still does not have a cool out. It's love and light, everybody. Be kind to one another. Shop, shop. I was still